Welcome back, everyone, to NFT Rumors Podcast, your show for NFT news updates and industry leader interviews around the NFT space. So this is your host, Lucas. I'm joined again by Alec, and we both hope that you had a wonderful week and are looking forward to this next week. Uh, We're going to be talking about everything NFTs today. Uh, As always, we have those NFT news updates for you, and... We're going to, you know, fill you in with everything that's going on. Uh, what do we, what do we got for you? We got some, some funding rounds, Axie Infinity. Uh, there was a rug pull from the Evolved Apes NFT project. Uh, your, your host is actually, I, I, I aped into one of those, so not great, but that's why you do your own research and it's all right. Um, what else? There's a. You can now become a professional NFT collector. Uh, we're seeing agencies are actually hiring collectors. So we're going to dive into all this. Um, yeah, and then we're joined by Sean Kelly, who is the founder. He created this NFT project called Chibi Dinos. Uh, and it's a collection of these 10,000 dino NFTs, and they're broken off into 10 different basketball teams. Uh, so we learn about the roadmap. They've been around for a little bit, and it's cool to talk to uh, uh, the leader, the founder. He's not the leader. The founder of the project that um, you know has seen success and has built a very strong community. So we'll plug that at the end of the episode, and and we're excited for this one. Let's do a little housekeeping. This episode of NFT Rumors, the podcast, is brought to you by Zensa Compression. Take your training to the next level with Zensa Compression. As the original creator of the compression leg sleeves, Zensa helps provide runners and all athletes with muscle support, pain relief, injury prevention, and faster recovery. All products are made with premium Zensa fabric, which is lightweight, moisture wicking, and anti-odor, meaning they will stay dry and smell great even during the toughest conditions. Visit Zensa.com to see all of the Zensa athletic wear running gear, and compression products that you'll love, and use code NFT20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Again, visit Z-E-N-S-A-H dot com and use code NFT20 for 20% off that order. So we're going to dive right into this one, uh, those NFT news updates, followed by that interview with Sean Kelly from Chibi Dinos. Uh, Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, at NFT Rumors. Make sure you... Uh, send this podcast out, go leave us a review, send it to any friends that are looking to get in, you know, trying to get started in the NFT space. It moves fast. This is a good spot to start, uh, just to, you know, hit on all the different aspects of NFTs, send to them. They'll probably like it. Leave us a review. Be great. And let's do it. Jumping into the news section, a recent report by the Cointelegraph research team found that just last week, 97% of NFT sales happened on the Ethereum blockchain, and over this year, 90% of total sales have happened on the Ethereum blockchain. This comes as a surprise as the Flow blockchain, as well as some others such as Wax, Polygon, and Binance, have begun to pick up steam, and Flow has even announced major partnerships with companies such as the NFL, NBA, and Eternal working with Twitch. 
Nonetheless, Ethereum seems to be the dominant blockchain for NFTs in the space. A report early last week that analyzed the NFT market found that sales volumes of NFTs surged to $10.7 billion in the third quarter of 2021. And this figure is up more than eightfold from the previous quarter, where they saw NFT sales volume for the entire market of $1.3 billion. This report from Reuters also found a few other interesting findings about the NFT market. It found that collectible NFTs are by far the most popular, at least in terms of sales volume. The second most popular are art-based NFTs, third is utility, and fourth is gaming NFTs. It also found that a majority of NFTs are under the $1,000 price point. This may be surprising as you see the headlines of giant NFT sales, but the NFT market is really perched upon these cheaper sales. Dapper Labs, the team behind the Flow blockchain and NBA Top Shot, has recently acquired Brud. Brud is an influencer-focused startup focused on creating DAOs, or decentralized autonomous organizations. The purpose of this acquisition was to introduce DAOs to the Flow blockchain, similar to how they are already implemented on Ethereum. Axie Infinity is an NFT-based online video game where players can own their axes, which are all NFTs, and battle them in a play-to-earn format. And Axie Infinity is one of the most popular worldwide NFT games and is one of the most expensive overall collections around. Uh, this week, the Axie Infinity developer, Sky Mavis, secured $152 million in a Series B funding round from investors. The funding will be used to improve the gaming platform as well as create an Axie Infinity decentralized exchange. So Rare has announced a partnership with Bundesliga International, a subsidiary of the organizing body of the two top tiers of German soccer. The purpose of this partnership was to begin to introduce moments similar to NBA Top Shot to this league's fans. This is actually the second major league that So Rare has partnership as they have already partnered with Spain's La Liga. For anyone new to NFTs, it may seem like sunshine and rainbows all the time, you're making money, but it's not always the case. As we saw this past week with the latest NFT project Rugpull, Evil Ape was the pseudonym behind the developer for the NFT project Evolved Apes, has disappeared with 798 ethereum or nearly 2.7 million us dollars owning one of the 10,000 evolved ape nfts was a ticket to the community as well as early access to the upcoming evolved apes play to earn battle style game this game obviously is never going to happen but a few members of the evolved apes project are creating a new NFT project called Fight Back Ape that will mean Evolved Apes holders will receive a Fight Back Apes token linked with the art from the old project. Velas, a Switzerland-based technology company, has vowed to up its grant program from $5 million to $100 million. The grant program gives companies up to $100,000 if they're working on Web3 projects. 
This includes things that focus on DeFi, NFTs, gaming, and other crypto-focused projects. In one of our Stranger News stories, the Creative Artist Agency, which is an American talent and sports agency based in Los Angeles, has just signed a well-known collector of NFTs to their agency. CAA has signed 0XB1, which is the pseudonym for this person's Ethereum wallet address, and their estimated total of their NFT portfolio has a worth of at least $450 million. It includes pieces from projects like Board Ape Yacht Club, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, Cool Cats, NFT, and Spunks by Spongenuity. CAA plans to help 0xB1 monetize their NFTs through licensing and brand partnerships, and it also aims to facilitate advisory partnerships between 0xB1 and blue chip brands looking to enter the NFT space. MGA Entertainment, the $25 billion toy brand, has announced a partnership with Ioconic, a London-based NFT company, to introduce NFTs for its LOL Surprise toy brand. The LOL Surprise dolls will now begin to come with QR codes that allows users to redeem it for an NFT and allows them to trade, sell, and interact with them on the blockchain. So the NFT space moves extremely fast, and if you're not following along on Twitter and Discord, every week you're going to miss some projects. This week, the project that everyone was talking about was Mechaverse. Now, Mechaverse is a collection of 8,888 generative mechas inspired by the Japanese anime universe. Uh, they're divided into these four different factions that you can pick which one you join, and they look like these like kind of robot titan rock'em sock'em robot kind of guys uh, but the crazy part is that they just came out with this project in the last week and their floor price on OpenSea is already sitting at seven ethereum at the time of recording and the even crazier part about all this is that their metadata is still frozen so they haven't even revealed the actual look likes or the rarity of any of these uh, Mechaverse NFTs. And as always, an update on the Metaverse Index. The Metaverse Index is essentially an exchange-traded fund that's a collection of Metaverse and NFT-related tokens that serves as a proxy for the, how the market is doing. Uh, currently, the MVI, or the Metaverse Index, is trading for $135.62. That's up 19.78% on the week. All right, those were our NFT news updates for the week. Let's now move into our conversation with Sean Kelly from Chibi Dinos. We are joined by an awesome guest today on NFT Rumors, the podcast. Uh, we have Sean Kelly joining us, who is the founder of the Chibi Dinos NFT collection. Uh, Chibi Dinos, is that how, how, how would I pronounce that? Chibi, Chibi? What does that even mean, Chibi? Chibis are an Asian um, character, like short with with short arms and stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, we uh, I've seen that a lot actually in the in a couple of different NFT projects. But uh, each Chibi Dino NFT, uh, it's a collection of ten thousand cute NFTs of different Chibis wearing Dino suits. So each Chibi Dino NFT is wearing one of ten basketball jerseys which represents which team they are a part of. 
uh, some examples of those teams, the outstanding omnivores, the Cretaceous creatures, the honest herbivores, and some more. Uh, each Chibi Dino NFT represents a badge of acceptance into the Chibi Dino community and rewards other perks, which we're going to dive into. Yeah, we've gone over a little bit of the intricacies, but we're going to dive in more. Uh, Sean, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. So to get started, uh, just get into a little bit of your background. Uh, when did you learn about NFT technology and what ultimately made you decide to start this collection? Yeah, learned about NFTs probably beginning of this year. Um, first, uh, first NFT company I invested in was Akomi, Omi. Um, they have the licensing for Marvel and some really big Fortune 500 companies in the NFT space. So I thought what they were doing was really cool. And then shortly after that, hopped in the NBA Top Shot. And then from there, hopped into PFP collections. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. Gotcha. And so looking at this Chibi Dino project, um, what does it mean to sort of own one of these? I know you mentioned earlier that it's a sort of part of this community. So um, what, what does it entail to actually own one of these? Yeah, so we're building out a family. It's not just like a picture and, you know, no one from the team's talking to you. We got 15 full-time people I'm paying in the Discord, always engaging we do bi-weekly AMAs. Um, we're incorporating a lot of real-world utility into them. So I think that's a question for later we'll get into. But um, yeah, we're not just an online image. Uh, we're building a community and a family. So I think that's the main marketing angle we're taking. And we got some, some cool stuff planned for holders. Give us uh, some information. What kind of inspired you to make these dinos? Why dinosaurs, I guess? Yeah. Um, so I was researching like what to do exactly and studying the market and everyone was doing animals at the time, just mm -hmm. regular, like, I don't know, apes, tigers, rhinos, all that sort of stuff. So I was going to go that route. But then I really wanted to do something unique. So the chibi idea came up and I was like, I really like that. I know the Asian market's huge. And then we combined dinosaurs with it and jerseys from Jersey champs. So I think we've kind of got a unique thing going on there. Love it. And on the Jersey aspects, can you explain more, a little bit more about like what the basketball teams are um, and how that aspect of the NFT works? Yeah. So I mentioned earlier, we want to build a community of family. We also want that sub community aspect of diehard fans like the NBA has where people are supporting teams. So that's why I decided to do 10 teams. And um, eventually when our game comes out, you're going to be on teams and playing against other teams and stuff like that. And it's more so just to represent which uh, team you like the most. So let's talk about this game that you mentioned on your roadmap. There is metaverse integration going forward. Uh, just explain about what your plans are all at end the game. Yes. Yeah, so we were looking at sandbox to central land and a few others. Not sure if we finalized which metaverse yet or if we're going to build our own but we are turning them into 3d characters and then integrating with the metaverse so we're excited about that that should be done within a month i believe um we partnered up with a really cool 3d company they've done insane work for like hot wheels and bleacher report nba and um yeah so excited about the metaverse because i've been seeing all these drops on sandbox like snoop dog one that just happened that one looked cool really like their business model. Yeah. So all these, so each owning a Chibi Dino, uh, that 
gives you access to the game. Is that how it's going to work? Um, so we want people to be able to use their character in the game. So yeah, but we're also going to figure out something for people that don't own one or can't afford one mm-hmm. if, if they become super expensive down the road. Yeah, maybe like lending or something around along those lines. Uh, I, I personally, I own a, a Rumble Kong league and they're also kind of the basketball doing that. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, yeah, I have one as well. They're they're doing like a bunch of staking, a bunch of. But they're also coming out with the the game coming forward. Um, but yeah, definitely some comparisons there. Yeah, I'm excited about that one for sure. Yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, and like you were saying earlier, building a sense of community is really important. And on the aspect of marketing, um, I know that y'all actually have some partnerships with Sharif O'Neill and Kendrick Nunn. So how did those come to be? How did how did you get that connection with the NBA. Yeah. So, so Sharif and who Sharif and Kendrick Perkins came from this guy named Justin I met in Vegas and he used to be Shaq's trainer. So he has all these, when he was on the Miami heat, so he has all these uh, NBA connections. Um, so that's how we got those two Kendrick Nunn. I just DM'd him on Instagram, honestly. Mm-hmm. And he responded. Um, yeah. A few of the guys I just straight up messaged and then, De'Aaron Fox and um, Gary Harris. I went through their their uh, wealth managers. I just cold emailed them. Definitely the fact that NBA players, I mean, at least for any NFT collection, getting big names a part of it is always really uh, just to get visibility up and uh, all that. So if you're a current Chibi Dino holder, uh, what else going forward should people be excited for? Uh, we, we talked about yeah. the metaverse and all that, um, but... Yeah, we got a lot coming up. We uh, we just released a roadmap on the Discord last week. We'll get it up on the site soon. But uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Um, so my buddy owns like a like a uh, a rooftop bar in Miami. So we're gonna turn that into like a chibi hangout and do oh. like meetups, stuff like that, big events. Because um, I really want the community to meet in person. I think that's when you really start building that strong community and family. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll try to do what Board Apes is doing and have those in-person events. And then we just uh, partnered. I don't know if it's official yet, but we're talking to Sky Zone, and you're going to be able to use your Chibi Dino to get a free trampoline session. Um, we're yeah. also talking. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. Um, we're also talking to Hasbro about. I think yeah, Hasbro about toys, Chibi Dino toys, and. Um, the 3D company we're using actually has an integration where they can integrate the NFT with a toy with a specific tag. So I think that's super cool if we could figure that out because I saw Mechaverse was doing that with their uh, action figures. And uh, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So we're excited and ho- hopefully we can deliver on all of it. Yeah, I think the uh, the the different, I mean, all these brands are trying to get in on the NFT wave somehow and already having a cemented project is uh, definitely, you know, helps. No, I was, I was going to second that and say, it's, it's really exciting to see all these new ideas coming out. And it's kind of funny how we've gone full circle, um, where maybe in the past, like you have like physical games, physical people, and you make like digital collectibles out of them. Um, and now you can like actually create like physical toys out of digital collectibles. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I didn't even (laughs) think about that, but yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, I'm excited about everything. Do all yeah. uh, do all Chibi Dino holders? Do they have full like commercial rights to the NFT? 
that's what we're figuring out because if we want to eventually do the toy line, uh, we're wondering how that's going to work if a couple people don't want their toys converted. So I'm not sure. Like, what you do you know what Rumble Kongs did with theirs? Um, I th- I don't think that they gave full commercial rights, but I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. That's uh, what I'm wondering, just because with the game as well, um, say a couple of them don't want to be in the game, then it gets kind of tricky. Or if brand deals start coming and a couple of them don't want to get paid or whatever, and yeah. it ruins it for everyone. It's definitely, there's no really baseline to put it on. I mean, it's brand new for everyone here. Yeah, so I'm going to keep an eye on yeah, just going to keep an eye on what top projects are doing. I know Punks and Board Apes just worked out a deal with UTA or whatever for licensing. Mm-hmm. All right, Alec, hit him with the next yeah. one. Um, no, I think I think that's all going to be a very interesting conversation to see what the lawyers do when they come in down the road. And like, if you think about like <laughs> like like video games, um, like looking at stuff like it, like what EA did with like NCAA and like Madden. Um, mm-hmm. I know like there's certain players who didn't want to be a part of the game and it became a whole debate. And so in this NFT space where everybody's sort of anonymous, especially if like the NFT is based on Ethereum, you have this Web3 wallet, you don't really have like KYC on a lot of these marketplaces. Like how do you even track this stuff down? And like, oh, it'll, it'll all be an interesting uh, debate when the time comes. But Sean, love to get your thoughts on where you see the NFT space a year from now. Um, I know like there's so many different ways it can go, but if you had to try to predict a year from now, like what, what do you think the world's going to look like? It's going to be so different. I feel like the space changes daily. It's changing so quick. Um, it's already so different from when we launched a month ago, like a month ago, you could launch any 2d project and then it would, it would almost sell out every time. Um, now it's get definitely getting more saturated. I like the, uh, play to earn model of NFT gaming, really love that model. I think Axie's crushing it. I love the metaverse. I think them integrating with Fortune 500 companies is really smart marketing for those companies to get involved in the digital world. So we're really gonna try to tackle those two areas with Chibi. And um, yeah, I don't see the 2D profile picture stuff lasting much longer for most, most brands, honestly. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, moving on though, when analyzing projects, uh, some factors that people uh, bring in are community, utility, and the art. Uh, those are kind of three of the big pillars. For any successful project, obviously a blend of the three is uh, the best. But if you had to pick one, utility, community, or art, which one would be more important going forward for these projects? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, man. I want to say community, but also a lot of these projects that are super hype at first end up crashing down. So I don't know if, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think utility in the long run is going to, going to overcome the two, honestly. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I, I guess I tend to agree. I think community is really important if it's maybe like a PFP project today. Um, but I think like, as the market gets more saturated, people want utility um and so whether it's unlockable content in a metaverse or unlockable content in real life um i think whichever market has a higher demand is like where you're going to see not only like the projects focus on but also like the blockchains um because in my eyes like i see like flow and wax as like the corporate blockchains and then ethereum as sort of like this like anonymous like true crypto um Mm. 
And so I, th- I think that's really where the debate comes down to is like, is it the mainstream corporate um, funding that's going to drive NFT adoption or the way it is right now? Mm-hmm. I agree that I think utility, uh, I mean, anything that's going to last, I mean, for all the profile picture, a lot of them that are coming out now, unless you're getting some sort of utility, like the art isn't going to hold up, I don't think forever. Uh, at least a lot of these like generative pieces and obviously community is very important also. And that I think can with, like keep a project going if you have a strong community. But I think at the end of the day, if you're looking a couple of years from now, I think the ones that actually have true utility and the ones that, I mean, NFTs, they're, it's something we've never seen before and they're opening the doors to a lot of things. I think those are the ones that are going to uh, stand. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hard to, hard to speak in definitive truths in the space. Everything is sort of speculative. Anybody who, anybody who claims to have an answer is uh, probably not fully <laughs> correct yet. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to predict that stuff. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Critics of NFTs love to bring up the JPEG argument and how a single screenshot can throw off the entire business model. Do you uh, believe that NFTs will be the onboard for people into the crypto realm and lead to further understanding of blockchain technology how do we get this so that you know people actually understand what it is and they're not like what the what's an nft yeah that's a great question because um with these nft projects you know using all using discord i feel like discord is very hard to understand for for a beginner personally because i'm pretty tech savvy and it took me weeks to figure out how to run a discord honestly and i still don't know how to run one fully um, so they need for mass adoption. I think they need to figure out a way where it's not just discord because that's, that's a hard platform to use. I think getting people into crypto, I think NFTs will be kind of the door in because it's not as much understanding all this as well, as much as it's just like kind of having, you know, a cute picture of an ape or something. But mm-hmm. I also think that the NFT, uh, a lot of these communities are kind of propped up on top of each other. It's a lot of like us who are you know know what they are and we've done our research we're all in it and we're with a bunch of other like-minded individuals who are kind of just selling to other people who know what's going trying to flip and all that and i could definitely see like how uh someone who just started learning about it it would be incredibly overwhelming to just hop into one of these discords and all these different terms apn sweet floor like all that stuff people <laughs> don't you know I can imagine the normal average Joe wouldn't feel super comfortable there. Yeah. And all these projects coming out, I mean, I'd say 80% of the recent ones are below mint price, their floor price right now. And I feel like a lot of people getting into the NFT space recently have been first time buyers. And that's sort of a bad impression because they're just losing money. Mm-hmm. And I know it's cheapy, like probably half the people that bought was their first NFT purchase ever. Cause I brought a lot of people from my Instagram that didn't even know what NFTs were. And luckily, you know, I think we're giving off a good impression of the community, but there's so many projects coming out right now where people are just minting because of the hype and then losing money right away. I'm, I'm curious now, you said that you marketed it on your Instagram. It's a lot of sort of first time NFT buyers. So what do you think the best way is like if I were to post something on Instagram to the, like the general like world, not like crypto, like how do you explain what NFTs are and why people should care? Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely something it's hard to describe, but I basically said um, 
I'm coming out with an NFT line. Um, I linked the Discord and I pretty much said, check it out. I, I really didn't know what to say. I just said, you know, minting at 0.06, research the space and people just did their own homework, I guess. But it's it's different for each launch. But a lot of my following was already into crypto because um, I run like these group chats and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't as hard of a sell for me compared to just a normal TikToker that has like 14 year olds they have to explain it to. Yeah. So you you are an entrepreneur. You've started uh, another company before. It was a basketball jersey company. Uh, how are you integrating that with Chibi Dinos? Yeah, so that's called Jersey Champ. Oh, long th- long th- <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's called Jersey Champs. Uh, started it five years ago in my dorm room at Rutgers University. And um, basically, yeah, we just sell sports jerseys. Basketball ones were by far the top sellers. So when we decided to mix the jerseys with the company, I knew it had to be basketball. Plus, I had a lot of NBA connections. So I'm actually wearing one of the jerseys right now for the Jurassic Jumpers. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, samples came in. So we're going to be giving away jerseys. We're getting the team captains to sign them, giving those out. We're, we're going to be selling them on the merch store. And um, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that so many people just kind of got into this space because of NBA Top Shot, that the basketball community kind of falls more in line with the NFT community as well. I mean, if there was a sport, we saw today they actually announced dapper is doing something for the nfl also um, yeah what are your guys thoughts on that one dapper i think is going to run it at least with the flow blockchain i think that you know the pretty strong advantage because of all the partnerships and all the uh, applications they have already on it i mean it's not like ethereum because it's not as decentralized and like their partnership last week with google they're like integrating part of their uh their chain into the AWS cloud, I believe. So that is another knock on it. I mean, personally, it's not my favorite just because I'm a, I'm all about decentralization, but I think they're going to, I'm definitely going to buy some NFL highlights. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I was in the top shop, but I got in a little too late, got in during the peak. So I lost like 200 grand, but uh, yeah, they, I know they raised like 250 million recently and they're, they're doing big things in NFT space. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like this basically solidifies flow as like decentralized NFT blockchain, just because like, I don't, I don't think wax um, has had as many big names as flow, like flow has what the NBA, the NFL, the UFC. Um, I'm pretty sure that they might've done something with hello kitty. Um, They're sort of establishing themselves as like the way for a lot of these like major corporations with huge followings to sort of launch NFTs. Um, but one thing that I'm really curious to see, though, is if the if this NFL um, platform looks very similar to NBA Top Shot, like if the charts are going to look similar to Top Shot, where they peak very early because of the hype, or if it's going to be a lot of overlap in terms of the users who already follow the NBA and got into Top Shot, like do they already know what NFTs are and it's going to be like the same group of people with the NFL, or is it going to be like a whole new wave um, getting into NFTs? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I just thought that they were making way too many of the NBA ones, honestly, and that drove the market down. Yeah, I, I never really got into Top Shot. I, it was, you know, the first thing I heard of, but I never was that interested. I'm more of an NFL guy. I'll buy some of those. Sean, this has been 
amazing. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, everyone needs to go check out the Chibi Dinos project. Uh, you can hit them up on their website at chibidinos.io. We'll make sure we link that. Um, what else? What other socials you got? Can you plug them right now for us? Uh, yeah, Dinos Chibi on Twitter and Chibi Dinos NFT on Instagram. Definitely. And your personal, if you want, if you want that. Sean Mike Kelly, DM me if you guys have any questions about NFTs and uh, Chibi Dinos. Yeah, Chibi Dinos, Sean, thank you so much. Uh, well, this was fun. We'll look to uh, having you on again soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, we hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sean. Uh, awesome to learn more about the project and go check it out. We'll go put the description down in the show notes uh, for you down there. Uh, yeah, this wraps up another week of NFT Rumors, the podcast. Uh, this is your host, Lucas and Alec. Thank you for uh, listening and do us a favor. Go follow us on Twitter at NFT Rumors and leave us a review on this podcast. It means the world to us. Uh, let us know if there's anything specific you want to see, want to hear about. Uh, we gotcha. And... Yeah, we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Go NFTs. Peace.